Well, good morning. Good morning. Pastor Berg is on the way to get some church supplies and enhance this room, so he won't be here today. So it's just Sam and I, who each had a long night. You going to the airport and me dealing with a plumbing issue, but hey, we're here. Mm -hmm. Got our coffee. We should be good. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. This Sunday, we celebrate the Holy Trinity, and let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you have given us grace to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity by the confession of a true faith, and to worship the unity and the power of the divine majesty. Keep us steadfast in this faith, and defend us from all adversities. For you, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, live and reign, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament lesson for the Holy Trinity is from the book of Proverbs, chapter 8. Does not wisdom call? Does not understanding raise her voice? On the heights beside the way, at the crossroads, she takes her stand. Beside the gates in front of the town, at the entrance of the portal, she cries aloud, To you, O men, I call, and my cry is to the children of man. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Ages ago I was set up, at the first, before the beginning of the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth, when there were no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth, before he had made the earth with its fields, or the first of the dust of the world. When he established the heavens, I was there, when he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he established the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit, so that the waters might not transgress his, transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a master workman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and delighting in the children of man. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the second reading is from the book of Acts, chapter 2. Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst. As you yourselves know, this Jesus, delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. God raised him up, loosing the pangs of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh also will dwell in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One see corruption. For you have made known to me the paths of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Brothers, I may say to you with confidence about the patriarch David, that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Being therefore a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on the throne, he foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of the Christ, that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that we are all witnesses. Being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into the heavens. But he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies your footstool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. 
This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. And the gospel reading is from John chapter 8. The Jews answered Jesus, are we not right in saying that you are Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died and the and the prophets died? Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So we're celebrating the Holy Trinity on Sunday, and um, we'll be confessing the Athanasian Creed, which talks about how God is infinite, right? Incomprehensible. And so... When we celebrate the Holy Trinity, it's kind of difficult because we're talking about God in and of himself. The way we understand God is connected to his work. The Father creates and preserves us. The Son wins our salvation through his suffering, death, and resurrection. The Holy Spirit delivers that salvation to us uh, through his his word. And and that's uh, who God is is revealed to us in Jesus Christ. But when we talk about God in and of himself, it just blows our minds right? Infinite. We're finite. And um, what we have going on in our gospel lesson is Jesus is confessing literally that he's God. Before Abraham was, I am. And the Jews knew this because they would have thought right away of the burning bush. That was Jesus in that burning bush that wasn't consumed, right? And by the way, the only way we can be in the presence of God and not be consumed, not to be destroyed, is in Jesus, who is God with us, to save us, who is for us. He's the light of the world. Now, the question they ask is where I'm going to take this on Sunday. Who do you make yourself out to be? Right? They, they accuse him of having a demon, right, at first, being a Samaritan, not, not truly Jewish, and having a demon and and then jesus obviously says oh no um and basically said it's you who have the demon he is uh uh, he says whoever keeps my word will not taste death right um jesus is the one who keeps the father's word in fact he is the word of god incarnate and if you look back at genesis he was there in the beginning you see in genesis the beginning god created the heavens and the earth That's the Father, right? You have the Spirit hovering over the waters of creation. That's the Holy Spirit, right? Where's Jesus? He is the Word. God said it was so, and it was good. And he, uh, through this Word, he creates. And ultimately, through this Word delivered by his Spirit, he redeems. 
So, and that, he was there in the beginning. And in Proverbs, he's the wisdom from on high. And notice how he's beside, you know, the father. He's, he's um, and the father rejoices in that work, right? The, the work of God in, in, in creating us. So he was there. And John tells us that in his gospel in the very beginning. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Uh, through him, was, he was with him in the beginning. Through him, all things that are made have been made by him. So then Jesus says, when they accuse him of, uh, you know, being more than he is, who do you make yourself out to be? Um, Jesus said, if I didn't, if I didn't confess who I am, I'd be a liar like you. And I think that's interesting to ask us that question, or you that question, or me that question, or you, Thomas. Who do you make yourself out to be? Who did the, the Jews there make themselves out to be? They made themselves out to be people who, who followed God's word, who did what the word said, but they didn't. Outwardly they did, but, and, or sought to, but inwardly they didn't. In fact, none of us does. We fall short of the glory of God, whether it be in thought, word, or deed. You must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect, and they're not. But look at the claim that's made, and I think that's made by a lot of people today, that um, I do as God says. I follow the law, really. You know, and, and when they did that to Jesus, you know, they said, well, we never committed adultery. He said, did you ever look at a woman lustfully? Guilty. We never murdered anybody. Have you ever been angry? You're guilty. You've broken the law. You haven't followed the word. You haven't, you don't do what it says. So there's a lie, right? But the other lie is this, and I think that's coming out clearly in our culture today, is that we believe that what we say creates the reality. But that's a lie. We aren't the creators of ourselves. We are the creator or the created. We were created by God. We have been redeemed by God. It's all by the grace and mercy of God in Jesus Christ. So life comes from the Father through the Son by way of the Holy Spirit. And in the same way, new life comes from the Father. He's sent in the world to win that salvation. And he does. It did. And by way of the Holy Spirit who delivers that salvation to us. So we rejoice in the Holy Trinity this Sunday. We rejoice in our salvation that God does, God gives. And one more thing, if you think about um, uh, whoever, uh, uh, where, where Jesus talks about, how does he say it here? If anyone keeps my word, he will not taste death. Well, Jesus is the only one who, who keeps God's word. But what does he do? He brings his word into our hearts and lives so that we keep it too. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. Uh, faith without works is dead. So as the word has its way in our lives, it produces good works. And that's where in the creed, in the Athanasian creed, where we confess, you know, he who has done good, right, to eternal life. Mm -hmm. um, it's the good that God does in and through us in and through his son, Jesus Christ. So there's a little bit, or maybe a lot more than you thought, but we got to make up for Pastor Berg, who's not here today. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Any thoughts on any of these passages? Well, it's interesting how through, um, through uh, Christian history, um, Christians have sought to define Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, or put it down, and they've done that through the creeds, the Athanasian Creed, 
the Nicene Creed and the Apostles' Creed, and basically taking what is in Scripture, what God has revealed to us in Scripture about uh, the three persons of the Trinity, and sort of codifying it and, and putting it down so we have this right understanding, um, you know, especially with uh, who Jesus is, because there have been all sorts of misunderstandings or heresies about Christ, you know, some some uh, in the past have thought, well, he's he's more divine than human, or he's more human than divine, and they get that mixed up. Rather, he's both God and man at the same time. Um, and so, you know, the church has you know sought to just make sure that we have a right understanding of who of who God is. And uh, one of the places it's done that is uh, through um, through music uh, and through the Te Deum. Uh, specifically okay. mm-hmm. um and the te deum uh the te deum laudamus uh which is latin for we praise you oh god uh is one of the oldest hymns uh that the christian church sings that's not straight from the bible mm-hmm. it has biblical truth in it but it's not straight from one of the books of the bible or, or scripture itself um and and luther and the reformers regarded it as one of the symbols uh, as the creeds are symbols of, of the church. And he, uh, they regarded this third century hymn as uh, this proclaims the, the truth of, of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we sing that in the service of Matins, and we have several hymns, Holy God, we praise thy name. Um, we praise you and acknowledge you, O God, as a hymn we're doing on Sunday, which mm-hmm. uh, is a text by Stephen Starkey that is that Te Deum uh, text. Um, and it, it really unpacks a lot of uh, these ideas about the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people say, well, Trinity is not mentioned in the Bible. Yeah, the word Trinity is not. But God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And, and the best way to show that is when, you know, at the baptism of Jesus, right? You have God the Father who speaks, this is my Son and my love. Um, and you have Jesus standing there being baptized and you have the Holy Spirit coming in the form of a dove. Or in the beginning, you know, where God makes his home with us, where, where um, it says, let us, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one God, three person, um, mystery. But doesn't that make sense? We can never unpack it because God is infinite, we're finite. And that's why Jesus took on our finite flesh and blood, right? In order to redeem it. Uh, he became mortal with our sin and then uh, so that we can be immortal uh, as we we're created and redeemed to be with, with his goodness. And that's what he brings to us. Uh, so join us Sunday in rejoicing in the gifts that God gives. And we can sing about those gifts yes. right now too. Right? Yeah, we're going to sing a verse of we praise you and acknowledge you, O God, uh, 941 in your Lutheran service book. And um, let's, let's sing verse 4. Verse 4 talks about... Uh, uh, Christ sitting in splendid glory, which we hear about his glory in the gospel lesson today. Um, he upholds earth and heaven um, as the creator, and we hear about that wisdom in Proverbs, uh, how that wisdom, that word was was with God uh, before the beginning, and, um, and bring us to conclusion with, may we, with all the saints, be numbered uh, in heaven with you someday. Yeah, sounds good. All right. You sit in splendid glory, enthroned at God's right hand, upholding earth and heaven by forces you command. We know that you will come as our judge that final day. 
So help your servants, you have redeemed by blood, we pray. May we with saints be numbered where praises never end. In glory everlasting, amen, O Lord, amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. amen. Have a great day. Thanks. Thank you for choosing this podcast. Trinity Lutheran Church School and Child Care has been making known the love of Christ in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and throughout the world since 1853 as a congregation gathering around God's Word and sacraments to receive the forgiveness of life everlasting. We invite you to visit us in person. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. You can support our content by visiting our website, trinitysheboygan.org, and click on the donate button and check out our YouTube channel for weekly Bible studies and divine service. Music for this production was obtained through a licensing agreement with One License LLC. Learn more at onelicense.net.